Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is lots out, and away we go on another episode of Scruffy City Sports. As always, I am Norm, your host, coming to you on a glorious November the 12th. Happy Veterans Day to those servicemen and women. Yesterday, we are a day late, but it's on schedule for the podcast, so if you see a serviceman or woman, thank them for their service. Without them, I wouldn't be able to do this podcast, and we wouldn't be able to celebrate just a normal old Sunday out here in good old Knox, Vegas, Tennessee, or wherever you're listening to me around the world. And yes, I can prove that people listen to me around the world if you want that information for yourself. But you didn't come here for me to talk about that. Maybe you did. I don't know. But today, today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk a few things, probably derail once or twice, but we're going to talk about Tennessee's shellacking that they had yesterday. And we didn't do the shellacking. Missouri did the shellacking uh, up there in Como or Columbia, however you want to call it. They kicked our tails yesterday, and I just don't want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it because I got to get some stuff off my chest for being honest with ourselves. Talk about that. Talk about UT basketball, which is just I'm all in now for UT basketball. So there's that. And then uh, obviously we'll talk about wherever the wind takes us, wrap it up, sing a song, put a little bow on it and send you on your way. So without further ado, we're going to kick up some cue music, come back to it, and let's get things started, shall we? I'm a killer baby. I'll choke you, baby. I'm vanilla baby. I think that's how it goes. If not, I don't know. It's all over the Tiki Talks. I'm kind of, you know, Jack Harlow, you do your thing, man. I personally think his music reminds me a lot of Young Gravy. And I don't really, they could be the same person. And I have no idea. All this rap stuff, it's just, I don't is it rap? Do you consider that rap? I don't know. Anyway, didn't come here for that. I'm sure you did not. But let's talk about yesterday. Tennessee lost really bad. Really, really bad. Really bad. Was it 39 to 7? 38 to 7? 30 something to nothing is essentially what the game was. And I've got a lot of thoughts about the game. Uh, first and foremost, let's. I want to preface this and post Norm production. So when I'm talking to you, Norm, you're all hearing this. We're going to do some cue music here. I'm going to do some special sounds, and I, we're going to have like a little PSA prior to this. All right, everybody. So before we get, before I feel led and compelled to share my thoughts on the football game yesterday, we're going to preface all this. So post-production norm in the studio for us there. When you hear this sound, I want you to play something to the effects of, I understand we lost. It's just one game, but I want to get this off my chest. Also, while saying that, I do love Coach Hoppel with all my heart and soul. We have been essentially out in the desert for 10 to 15 years with no guidance, no direction. We've won 11 football games last year. We are on a better path than we have been. However, saying all that, this is my my podcast platform. It is my opinion. I understand it's 2023. You're not allowed to have an opinion unless it meets that of mainstream media. But I have an opinion, and the coach that I love and care for can be criticized. I can say things that I wish he would have done better. So, Norm, in that, play this song. Okay, when we heard that, when we heard that, when we heard that, when we heard that there, Norm. But seriously, we can criticize the football coach and still love the man and still want him to prosper and do great things here. So 
I'm telling you that. So when you hear my voice, and then remember this sound. When we hear the National Broadcast Alert System on your phone, know that it comes from a place of love. I am not on here. Like I saw so many people last night on VolQuest, which I'm not sponsored by, but if you want to pay X amount of dollars a year to be a part of VolQuest and be part of those, I'm calling them knuckle draggers. I'm a Tennessee fan. I'm going to call them knuckle draggers that are calling for Josh Heupel to be fired after, I, 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 don't, I don't know where, maybe you're like 12, maybe you're like 15, maybe you did not live through the past decade and a half where we did not have a football program. Essentially, we were the Vanderbilts of the SEC East, which is, ceased to exist in a couple of weeks. For years and years and years, we were part of the laughingstock. We are considered by many and should still be a blue-blooded program in college football. But for the past 10 to 15 years, we went through the dreads, the dreathers, the droughts, the, the horrible people. Didn't even know who we are. We were a laughingstock. I can remember having many conversations with people who were like, yeah, I'm a Tennessee fan, but, you know, I really secretly am cheering for TCU because they're down in Texas. And I like Texas Christian University, Horn Frogs, baby, Horn Up, whatever they call it for themselves. Or, yeah, I, I like Oregon because, you know, they got to wear cool uniforms. I don't know. They're in the pack, whatever. I don't even know what their conference are in anymore. I have no idea. But that, that was the life I led for a long time. It was the same way in baseball until Tony Vitello got here. We were horrible and horrific. So for you idiots on every platform of social media where you've went out there and been like, let's fire Josh Hoppel, let's fire Hazelnut, whatever that guy's name is, the offensive coordinator, let's fire Willie Martinez and Team Banks, let's get rid of them. By God, fire them. I mean, I get it. You can you can be upset. You can be frustrated in a loss. We all are. We're we're all frustrated. I'm frustrated. This team essentially yesterday was fighting for it. Now, it our chance of beating Georgia Saturday are about as good as a chance if I have of becoming a scratch golfer in my lifetime. Let's be honest with ourselves here. Or the 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 likelihood that I'm going to become an F1 or a NASCAR driver in my lifetime or that I'm going to win the lottery. It, is, is it could it happen yes will it happen it's highly doubtful but please prove me wrong if tennessee goes out and beats georgia saturday i'll walk it back on a sunday i will say i'm sorry i will eat crow live on the air whatever it takes but look the likelihood of that happening is slim to none and i love tennessee i'm wearing tennessee today i wear orange 90 percent of my wardrobe is something in in the world of ut sports in idoms ut polos ut shirts whatever it may be that's what I'm wearing. So I'm telling you that while I love the Vols, the chances of us beating Georgia are slim to none. However, going into the game Saturday, we still had a chance, a shot, a, a decent shot, like a 30% chance of winning the SEC East title if we bet beat bet, if we beat Missouri and beat Georgia. Now, part of the equation for us to win that was to beat Missouri. And that didn't happen yesterday. Our team looked like, and I saw it, I was thinking it, and then a buddy of mine posted it on Twitter, so I'm going to say that I thought it before I saw it, but I don't. I want to give credit where credit's due out there. A guy I went to high school with, I converse on the X Twitters, uh, Mr. Hogan, we'll just leave him at that, 
He mentioned that this team's performance yesterday looked like the Tennessee baseball team when they were dressed up like little penguins out there playing Missouri at the start of last season. They looked disinterested. They looked like they wanted somewhere else to be. Maybe they had tickets to go see the Marvels this weekend that came out at theaters. I have no idea, but what is concerning and alarming, and, and it's I'm not going to call it a red flag because, you know, that's really popular these days to say they've got a red flag for this or whatever. What's concerning to me is this happens – it happened last year at South Carolina with Josh Hopple on staff, and it's happened this year again. I don't understand. I don't understand. Tell me, let's go back. Let's think. In Josh Hopple's entire career, the three years he's been here, and again, I'm telling you this with a grain of salt, place of love, all that good stuff. Name me his most quality road win that he's had. Let's all think about it. Come on, let's put our thinking caps on real quick. Was it his first year when he beat Kentucky when they were a 10-win program? Maybe. Was it beating Pittsburgh? Maybe. Was it beating Kentucky this year? Maybe. I'm going to be honest with you all. Beating Kentucky is a birthright. I, I said it last week. We beat Kentucky every year. They've beat us four times in the last 40-something years. Going to Kentucky should not be a quality road win for your team. It should not be. I'm not going to label it that. So let's take out those two Kentucky games. So then you got Pitt. Who else? Who else? Who else is Josh Hopple and staff beat on the road worth anything? I'll sit here and wait. You tell me. LSU last year. I guess I will. I'll give you that one. The LSU last year would, was a good one. I, I will take that. That was a shellacking for the ages. We went over there. We took over the stadium. I will give you LSU. So you've got one in three years. Is that the expectation for this coaching staff that makes almost ten million dollars a year? Actually, is it over ten? It's right around ten or eleven. I just I, I I'm I, I don't know. I don't understand. Why we can't get these kids hopped up to play these road games. And I get it. The SEC's tough. It is the the end-all, be-all. It is the NFL junior. It's the league that everybody wants to play in. So I, I get it's tough. I understand that. But the expectation last year was set with an 11-win program team that we've got to move the bar a little. I told you. Now, Norm, you're telling us all this, and you told us expectations this year needed to be – Take him back a little. You've also told us that this year's team's not last year. I hear all that garbage, but listen, we lost yesterday and we got our tails kicked in, and I don't like it. So I can be frustrated and say this from a place of love that this offseason, we need to look at ourselves in the mirror. We need to coach Hospital to go over there and give himself some words of affirmation because everybody loves words of affirmation. You need to hype yourself up. He needs to look in the mirror and say, What am I going to do better? Now, I'm saying all this to say this as well. That this season, we're not seeing the Josh Heupel offense experience that we all signed up for, okay? This isn't, we we were expecting a ride after last year, and, and we're just not getting that. Now, a lot of that is directed toward our quarterback play. Now, I can't really complain that much about Joe Milton in the past several weeks. He's been playing his A game, which to most is a C game, but he's playing up to par. He is playing good enough to win us football games, and that's you can't complain with that. However, yesterday he was not set up for success. Our team was not set up for success, and my upsetness – Upsetness, upsetness, that's not a word, clearly. But my upsetting, my me being frustrated is with the coaching staff. I feel like we were set up from failure from the get-go. We, we didn't make any halftime adjustments. We looked like garbage. Didn't look like we were excited to play. I'm just frustrated about that. So, 
With all that said, I love Coach Chapel. I do not want him to leave. I can be upset and still love the man. I still can criticize things that he did because he's the head coach. It starts with him. Now, look, I in his press conference, he said that they weren't aware. I can't remember the phrase he used exactly because I, I thought I was going to throw up when he said it. Structurally different, I think is what he said. They were structurally different than what they'd set up for. You can't come out there and say that. You cannot say that you schemed up for something that you never saw. I mean, I, I, I appreciate you not throwing the players under the bus, all that stuff, but that's just garbage. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I do not. Do not. I do not want to see a Jeremy Pruitt, Derek Dooley, Butchie Boy. I don't want any of those guys coming back around here. I'm content where I'm at, but I can be content and also be upset that we're probably going to go eight and four. I think that's fine. I, I really think it's fine. I think you can... As a Vol fan, be really passionate about some things. And I I feel like I'm very passionate about being a Tennessee sports fan. And it's okay to be upset. I just don't think we need to be calling for Josh Heupel and sending the U-Haul and the moving bus and all those things over there. I think you need to take a step back, check your blood pressure, you know, counts, do some box breathing, some heavy breathing, maybe go sit in a sauna for the rest of the day, whatever you need to do. I just feel like, you know, obviously there's bigger things than sports and and there it is, but however, sports brings us all together. It's something that, you know, a hundred thousand plus, you know, millions of people can, can sit there and, and agree that we played like doo-doo yesterday. So that's what I'm going to say. I I love Coach Hopple. I want nothing but success for this program. However, And I'm going to end on this and move on to something else. Just going to read you a tweet here. Tennessee's 29-point loss against Missouri. I heard a guy yesterday on a call-in show call it Missouri, and I just can't stop doing it. I understand it's Missouri for any of you people that are going to judge me, but I'm calling it Missouri. Tennessee's 29-point loss at Missouri yesterday is the biggest of Josh Heupel's career. And it's also the Vols' seven points are the least scored by Josh Heupel in his tenure at Tennessee. So I'm telling you all that to say, I really don't think we're going to see another performance like that this year. Now, I understand we're playing Georgia. Georgia's not lost in like 17 years coming into Neyland Stadium. We have a home winning record that I I just do not see. Again, I told you I would be a scratch golfer before I think Tennessee's going to beat Georgia. Do I want them to beat Georgia? Yes. Am I being realistic and calling balls balls and strike strikes on this podcast today? Yes. I just don't think they're going to do it. I really wish for my whole heart of hearts that they're going to do it, but I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't see it happening. I don't. I really don't. I've said that 12 times, so that's Norm's rambling, and what Norm rambles, it's time to find something else. So let's do this. Buffer, and we're coming back to talk about basketball. All right. That was, uh, obviously, Britney Spears. Toxic. I think Norm Norm got a little toxic there. I got to get a drink. Hold on. All right. We went a little toxic. I'm not sorry for it because... It is what it is. So let's talk about Tennessee basketball. They have had a couple of games, as I just accidentally closed out of the app I wanted to use to look at my notes. Tennessee basketball has played two games this past week. They had a game uh, Monday. Was it Monday night or Tuesday night? Monday night. It was on November the 7th, which I believe actually was November the 6th. So let's all collectively together see what day that was because i don't remember i feel like it was tuesday it was actually monday norm monday friday games 
that was a easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl win that they had uh, against Tennessee Tech. Tennessee Tech came in. We paid them. We beat them by 38 points, 80 to 42. Highlight scores of the evening was Dalton Connect. He had 17 points, and he only played like four minutes. No, I'm just kidding. He played 22 minutes. Dalton Connect for who I am going to start calling the Ice Man. Even though you're saying, Norm, the Ice Man, are you talking about Top Gun? Some might call Top Golf Top Gun. I've heard that in my workplace. Some people call it Top Gun. I don't know why. Don't know why. But anyway, Top Golf. Top Gun, Top Gun, the OG from 86 with Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer, the Iceman. Val Kilmer, I understand he had blonde hair, but in the bathroom scene when they're all in their jumpsuits, his hair is kind of sweaty and it's dark-ish because it's sweaty. And I think Dalton Connect, if you squint your eyes enough, kind of looks like Val Kilmer in Top Gun. So I'm going to start calling him the Iceman. That was a really long, drawn-out process for me to say the Iceman looks like Dalton Connect, but he is my player so far that I'm really excited about. He's he's doing great things. Also, the Ganey kid, Jordan Ganey, whose dad is a coach on the program, is fantastic as well. I feel like after two games, my top two players are, and I understand we got ZZ's back, Triple J's back. We've got Cade Phillips, who's the dude that's wearing the mask. Love him. He's also one of my favorite players. I love them all. I love them all equally. But, you know, if you have kids, you've got a favorite, even though you don't want to say it. you got a favorite. And right now, my three favorites are the Cade Phillips kid because of the mask. And he's a freshman and he's super tall. Love to see it. So you got Connect for the Iceman, Dalton Ganey, and then Cade Phillips. That's Norm's three favorite players at the moment. The trifecta, as I'm going to call them. But anyway, you didn't come here for me to ramble about that. Tennessee Tech, big win, 80-42. to The next game that we played was on the road as a quad one win over the Wisconsin Badges. They're up there in Fago. That's, I don't know, is that a Wisconsin accent? I have no idea. It was terrible. But, you know, it's we're getting late in the podcast and I'm starting to ramble. Uh, it was a great win to see. It was a 9 o'clock tip-off on the Peacock Network. I hope you're able to watch. If not, I'm giving you the highlights right now. You ready? Tennessee won 80-70. to 70. Great win. Again, this is one of those wins that we'll look back at the selection Sunday later on in, in February, March, and say we should be a top two, three, one, one, maybe one seed because of that road win at Wisconsin. Your players of the game, in Norm's opinion, always the Iceman, which is Dalton Connect. He played 36 minutes and had an easy 24 points. Quiet, 24 points. This kid's going to go off in the SEC play. Just telling you right now. Triple J, which would be Josiah Jordan James. Don't forget the Jordan when you're saying his name. His mom really likes it when you say Josiah Jordan because that's his name. Just telling you for future reference. Uh, had a cool 14. Jordan Ganey and Jonas Adu both had 10. And then my man Cade Phillips had two points as well. Because you know, I love sh- shouting out Cade. Just going to say it. He's wearing the mask. Can't get on that. Uh, but anyway, Tennessee shot 50% for the game. Great game. I'm really excited. Tennessee takes on Tuesday night. Wofford uh, at the Tommy Bowl. I'm not calling it Food City Center. I just call it that. But I will never, ever ever on this podcast refer to it as the FCC like they're doing on all the social medias will not happen here it will be the Tommy Bowl Thompson Bowling Arena the TBA now and forever I'm going to go get that tattooed on my left left bicep I'm going to get the Tommy Bowl and Neyland Stadium both of them so when I pull up my guns and go to flex you'll see the Tommy Bowl on the left and Neyland Stadium on the right boom (laughs) that's stupid (laughs) Anyway, so 
This week we got Wofford coming up. We will talk about that game next week. We will also talk about the Georgia game next week as well. And that's really it as far as sports go. Let's uh, quickly, quickly, quickly do this, and then we'll be right back. Maybach music, everybody. That's Ricky Rose, Ricky Ross. Shout out to all the pairs. If you get that one, you're an OG Vine watcher. Uh, but that's it for the podcast. I really, you know, I've said several weeks in a row, I'm going to do a pop culture podcast. I really am. I really am. It's just basketball came about us. I got my feels about the football game. But that's, that's an excuse, and we're not going to make them. We are going to, however, talk about if you did not watch Loki, Tom Hiddleston, great-looking man. He is fantastic. I need and encourage you to go watch season one and two, if you've not done one and two of Loki. The ending is spectacular. It is by far the best thing that Marvel has going for it currently. There is nothing. Look, Secret Invasion was trash. The Marvels getting trash reviews. But listen, Loki's the best thing they got going on for it. Go watch Loki. I don't know where, how it's all going to turn out. There's rumors out there that they're going to get rid of the Kang dynasty, that they're going to move on from Jonathan Majors. I understand. I understand. But just go watch this and be enjoyed and think, man, this is what it was like pre-Thanos and Endgame. Gosh, it just takes me way back. But I love each and every one of you. I know, I know, I know. It's becoming a busy part of the year for everyone out there. But please, please wash your hands. It's flu season. So take care of yourself first and foremost. Whatever you got going on this week, maybe you're traveling. Maybe you're just commuting to work when you're listening to me today. But stay safe out there. You will get the good news you're looking for. Just manifest it. Just manifest good news. That's all you got to say. And if you get bad news, guess what? You spin it to the news you wanted it to be. If it rains, it's sunny. It's too sunny. We need the rain. It's raining now. Yay. Whatever it is that you got going on, please, please, please just be thankful for whatever. I know I'm rambling and I have no notes at this point in time and you can probably tell, but that's it for the podcast. I love each and every one of you. Have a wonderful week that is coming up and I will talk to you soon. If you want to stay and listen to me sing, I would encourage it. Um, I, I'm going to be honest here. I had a song picked out and I don't know where it went, but we're going to sing something on the flip side. I will talk to each and every one of you next week. Love you. Goodbye. He called her from the road From a lonely cold hotel room Just to hear her say I love you one more time But when he heard the sound Of the kids laughing in the background Had to wipe away a tear from his eye voice came on the phone said daddy when you coming home he said the first thing that came to his mind I'm already there take a look around 
the sunshine in your hair I'm the shadow on the ground I'm the whisper in the wind I'm your imaginary friend And I know I'm in your prayers I'm already there She got back on the phone Said I really miss you darling Don't worry about the kids They'll be alright Wish I was in your arms Lying right there beside you But I know that I'll be in your dreams tonight And I'll gently kiss your lips Touch you with my fingertips So turn out the light And close your eyes I'm already there Don't make a sound I'm the beat in your heart I'm the moonlight shining down I'm the whisper in the wind And I'll be there to the end Can you feel the love that we share? Oh, I'm already there We may be a thousand miles apart But I'll be with you wherever you sunshine in your hair I'm the shadow on the ground I'm the whisper in the wind and I'll be there to the end can you feel the love that we share oh I'm already there oh, I'm everybody i don't think i did a terrible job with that song i i could be wrong i could just be it could just be me i don't know but i just feel like it wasn't terrible i'm just just gonna be honest with everyone just gonna be honest but that has been the podcast if you hung around for all that i am just so very thankful i'm so glad that you hung around and and just did all that and and that's it i love each and every one of you i'll see you all next week bye i might sing a little of this song I don't want it to go yet. A storm's running through the Midwest Like a bandit out on the loose And all the clouds are black as nightfall But all I see is you And it rain's pouring through the window panes And the cracks of this roof 
Tea's boiling from the spout of the pot, but I, all I see is you. Woo! Yeah.